Okay, so today I have two confessions, five reasons you should read the Bible every day, four bits of homework, and one big giant answer that will change your life. We are talking all about why we should read the Bible every day and how we can make it a daily practice. Will it make a difference in your life? Let's get into it. Hi, you are listening to the Finding Faith Above podcast. I'm Shelby Hosfield on a mission to help you find the love of Jesus after leaving the church and find that truth and mental peace. Here's Ant. It's all about grace, girlfriend. Here we are pushing past the baggage of religion and discovering how to live our purpose through God's grace, not works. I spent years turning my back on him after leaving the church, but he never gives up on us. Here we are discovering what it means to be a Christian as an adult, as a mom, as someone just finding faith. Kind of like Christian Living 101. How does your life, your mindset, family, business, everything change when we lay it all down and decide to walk with him? This is Sunday School mixed with the best coffee talk with your girlfriends. You are listening to Finding Faith Above. Okay, ladies, so I have spent the last few days just really pouring into what I want to see for 2022. I can't believe it's going to be 2022. It's so crazy. But uh, really just trying to decide where I want, you know, this podcast to go so that I am serving you in the best way possible by giving you that mental peace, all of the truth that you're looking for, and, you know, just really the Christian living 101. And I think the biggest thing that I really want to focus on for 2022 is developing a community. I want you guys to have a place where you can go and we can ask these big questions and hash it out and talk about what some of the struggles that we are going through, uh, you know, some of the things that we have dealt with now coming to Jesus and trying to figure out how that works in our life and with everybody else around us and um, really how that can affect every every piece of our life. And I want a place for you guys to be able to go and to be able to talk about that and to build off of each other and have that fellowship because that's like, I mean, if that's not Christian 101, I don't know what is. We got to have the fellowship. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes here for you guys to come and join the Christian 101 uh, Facebook group where we can really just fellowship together and, and build that relationship, uh, with Jesus and with each other. And, um, yeah, I'd love to have you guys. So that's the first thing I wanted to just get that out there and, and just put that invite and hopefully you guys can come and, and join us. So the next thing we are going to be talking about some big stuff today. So should we read the Bible every day? Why read the Bible and the peace that it can bring? And why are we reading it every day? Why should we? So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That's John 8, 31 and 32. All right, so confession time. <laughs> I am not a reader. And I am a total Enneagram 5, and I love to learn. I love learning. And in theory, I would read every single book on the shelf. But <laughs> I also seem to have a little bit of ADHD in my adultness. And sitting down and reading is a struggle for me. But that does not mean that I don't 
consume books. I love audiobooks. And this is how I got on to this whole podcast thing in the first place is because as soon as podcasts began, I have been listening. I love podcasts. I love audiobooks and I just consume it all the time. But there is one book, one book that I actually do have to read. And I've tried listening and I do listen some just because I can always get more from it. But I can't just listen. I actually have to sit down and read. There is something otherworldly that happens when I read it. Something special that I cannot totally put into words. Can you guess what book this is? (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie Book of Eli? Denzel Washington's character is living in this crazy apocalyptic world. Everything is a mess and people are evil. Everyone, the bad guys, they're all after this book that Denzel's character has. He's the only one who has this book. It is a book that changes everything. And of course, the bad guys want it because there is power in this book. This may be a bit of a spoiler alert, I admit that, but can you guess what book he has? When countries fall and go into communist or dictatorship or different things that happen where, uh, you know, guys take over, do you know what the first thing is that they outlaw? It's the Bible. The Bible's the answers for all of those questions that I just asked. It is the one book that I have to sit down and actually read and and really pour over every single word because it does something different. I can focus and I love it. You see, this is no ordinary book. This book transforms lives, civilizations, minds. This book introduces us to God. It doesn't get much bigger than that. (laughs) Today, we are talking about developing a daily practice of reading the word of God. Why should we? What is it in there that we don't already know? And what differences will, you know, reading it every day actually make for us? These are all good questions. So let's answer them. So before we really jump into that, you may be having some questions about, is the Bible real? Can I actually trust the Bible? And, you know, is it something that I should put my faith in? Uh, If you grew up like me, they're um, in different religions and different traditions. uh, There are, there's a lot of skepticism about whether or not the Bible truly is as trustworthy as it should be, um, as it is actually, (laughs) Uh, but a lot of questions about whether or not we can believe it and its validity. And I want to just, you know, crush that right there because um, the amazing history of it and and how it's been preserved is just, well, it's amazing. Um, But I did talk a lot more about this in an episode it's actually episode number two (laughs) so it was one of the first things i talked about on this podcast because that's how important it is and i'm going to continue to do more on this because i want to really just give you guys um you know that trust in it because it it really does have the power to transform life so go back to episode two if you're kind of wondering more about the trustworthiness of the bible and kind of check that out um you'll learn a lot from it so All right, so man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. That's Matthew 4.4. So five reasons why you should read the Bible every day. Let's jump into this. Number one, if we want to know God, we have to read the Bible, period. 
I cannot tell you why the Bible is the only book I can sit down and read, but it is. I have to read the words. I want to know what happens next, what it says about God and what it says about us. There is something amazing about reading words that were truly God-breathed and written by men that God chose to put this down for us to, to grow from for, you know, ever after. Their stories and his grace. What I do know is there is no better way, no other way to get to know and understand who God is than to read the only document on this earth that is from him. Think about that. We have a book from God. <laughs> it is how we learn about him, the creator of this universe, the alpha and the omega, the sovereign Lord of all. There's literally no other way to get to know his character and his love for us. How blessed are we that we have something that we can open up and learn from all about who he is and who we are in him. All right, so number two, God's words feed us. I was sitting in my good friend's house the other morning. Uh, this is my God friend. She's the one that really just helps me to grow my relationship with God. Like unlike anybody else on the face of the earth, she just is so amazing in this. And we were doing a cool little Bible study and she really just like opened her house up and opened her life up <laughs> to me. So we would do this early in the morning. She's a homeschool mama. So her kids were there and husband was getting ready for work and, you know, kids were doing the breakfast thing and everybody's laughing and goofing off and, and being silly. And her and I were doing a Bible study. And so we have this, she has this cute little room that we go into and we were sitting down and doing her Bible study and uh, we could hear the kids just like, just laughing and goofing off in the other room and they were supposed to be having their Bible time. <laughs> they were supposed to be reading and her, her son comes in and interrupts for like the, the millionth time, which, you know, I just think is just the cutest thing. He's, he's so cute. But she says to him something that really stuck with me. And, uh, and it really just, oh, it just, it, I still think about this all the time. She tells him in the most serious voice, she says, you ate your breakfast, right? We have to feed our bodies. So your stomach is full and our bodies are healthy. So let me ask you, now what do you think happens to our soul when we don't feed it every day? And clearly she had had this talk with him before because he answered right away. He's like, well, we have to feed our soul, mama. I'm going to go read. So we have to feed our souls the word of God every day. I loved how she said this and how she kind of put this together because it really does feed us. It builds us up. It enriches us. And our, our souls grow. They're hungry for this. Our souls are hungry to read the word of God. And so we have to feed our souls every day. And, and it's amazing what nourishment that can do for our, our every being. All right, so number three, the Bible guides us. So sometimes people believe that the Bible is full of heroic stories of people who did everything right. And if we read all the little children's stories, you know, it really kind of glosses over a lot of that. And it really does seem like that, like these are heroes of the Bible. Um, but that's not quite right. In fact, a good majority of the Bible is comprised of men and women who get it horribly wrong. <laughs> they are sinners and they make every mistake in the book, no pun intended. They're not heroes. They are people just like you and me. 
They're trying and they're failing in so many ways. And through these stories, the grace of God is revealed. His desire for us to surrender to him and to live for him, all of this is shown over and over in the life accounts of these chosen people of God. Through this, we are guided to God's will. I love the Bible Project. I don't know if you guys watch that at all, but oh, I just, I love the Bible Project. I think Tim Mackey is amazing. And John, you know, when they talk on their podcast, they have a, a Bible Project podcast, which is just so good. Um, but their whole thing is, is, you know, the story is, I mean, the Bible is a story that leads to Jesus, the whole thing. And so it guides us. The whole thing is guiding us to, to that relationship with Jesus. And, um, Go check it out. They're, they're really awesome. But the Bible does guide us. Number four, the Bible is meditation literature. So I'll meditate on all your work and on your deeds with thanksgiving. Your way, God, is holy. What God is great like our God. Psalms 77, 12 through 13. So we are not meant to get it all the first time around. I think that that's a big misconception also, that we're just going to open the Bible from Genesis, page one, we're going to start reading, and, you know, the heavens are going to open, and we're going to understand everything that we never understood before, and it's just going to be, like, all revealed to us. And that is really not what happens in the Bible. And the Bible is not necessarily meant to be read from, you know, very page one all the way to the last page. I mean, you can, um, but you can also, you can also dive into certain books and certain pages and even a certain verse, even just one verse. And the amazing thing about the Bible is, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, is it is so much like an ocean in the fact that, you know, you can go swimming on the surface and you can just kind of get the very basics of it. But if you put those goggles on, or even if you decide to go scuba diving and then you can get in a submarine and you can go so deep into every single passage of the Bible because it really just does, it, it like layers and so the very first time that you read it, you are not supposed to have this all figured out. In fact, it is something that the more you read and the more you literally meditate on it, the more will be revealed to you. So in today's world, the word meditation really has taken on a very strong meaning in like Eastern type of spirituality. Um, Today, it seems to be very synonymous with a set of techniques that are intended to encourage a heightened state of awareness and focus attention by clearing our mind. So by really trying to not focus on anything we gain. Um, but it, that's not exactly how it's intended in the Bible. And, and meditating on the word is something that's brought up quite a bit in the Bible. Uh, keep this book of the law and always on your lips and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. That's Joshua 1.8. So meditation on his words, so meditating on, on the words of the Bible, is something that's brought up a lot. Because when meditation is applied to God's word, it is inviting you to dive in and to think deeply on God's truth. So that's number four. The Bible is meditation literature. And then that brings us to number five. It brings us to salvation, to peace, to truth. 
I was on an airplane when I first started reading Romans. <laughs> so my son was sitting right next to me. He kept laughing at me because the whole time I'm reading it, I'm like outwardly exclaiming my excitement over it. Yes, exactly. I love this. I felt like for the first time in my life, I was reading the real truth of God, his love, his grace, his surrender. I love Romans. If you don't already know that, I think it is just, it says everything that I felt like I was searching for my whole life. And I had it in my hand, um, like the whole time. And I, and I just didn't know it was there. So the first time I read it, like I said, I was sitting next to my son and he just kept looking at me and laughing at me. <laughs> he was like, mom, I'm like, but you don't understand. This is amazing. You need to read this. So we are saved when we lay it all down at the foot of the cross and change our mindset. That is the biggest thing. We change our mindset to live for him in his glory. When we stop living for ourselves, everything changes. The truth of how to get there and how to make that mind shift, how to understand what he's trying to tell us, this place is in the pages of the Bible. That is where that mind shift can happen. So everything we need to know about salvation, mental peace, the truth, it's all in its pages. We just have to open our hearts and we have to read it. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 7. All right. So I said I had some challenges for you guys, right? A little bit of homework, but it's all good. I promise. And I also told you I had two confessions. So number one, I am not an actual book reader, except for the Bible. I just listen to audiobooks. But my second confession, I hate to get up in the morning. And I know I am not alone on this. I would so much rather just stay in my warm, cozy bed like all day. I wish I was a morning person. My whole life, I have wished I was a morning person. And I fight against it. But there is one thing that does get me out of bed. If I can have my own quiet, little peaceful time, sitting in front of my fire with my warm, cozy blanket and my Bible in hand, it's a good morning. It starts my whole day on a different path. So I was challenged recently by a fellow podcaster, thank you, Stephanie Gass, she's amazing, to start each morning with his word. And I've done just that, and I have to say, I, I love it. I love my time getting to just wake up and, you know, don't bring my phone with me. <laughs> don't bring anything else. Just bring my Bible, my journal, some good highlighters, good blanket, sit next to the fire. It's wonderful. So how do I do this? So set up about 20 minutes. Now, I don't know why this takes quite so long. And Steph, when she had mentioned this, she said the same thing. Like, I don't know what takes so long about actually getting out of bed, uh, potty time, brushing teeth, making my cup of coffee, getting comfy. It takes about 20 minutes. That, that's just kind of what I figured in there almost every morning when I sit down, it's about 20 minutes. Uh, but try not to forget anything. Grab my little Bible. So my favorite little Bible I have is in the ESV version. Um, it's a little purple kind of pocket size, so it fits in my purse and with a pretty leather little cover on it and uh, get my Bible highlighters and a journal and just sit down and, and get into it. So about 20 minutes I spend actually reading the word. So I don't bring my phone because I don't want the distractions. And sometimes I find that if I read a passage and I haven't really 
meditated on it, if I haven't really comprehended it or, or paid attention to the words <laughs> that my brain was just kind of glossing over, um, I'll read it again because what's the point of reading it if you're not getting in, getting it. So, uh, I don't have like a time criteria for myself. I know a lot of people do like the read the Bible in a year or something. Um, and I think that's, that's fantastic. But for me, I really like to just pour myself into each passage and however long it takes me to get through something is however long it's going to take me to get through it because I feel like those words mean something and I like I like the deep dive of it so um, I usually read uh, about a I mean a few passages so maybe a page two pages um, a morning about 20 minutes is what I usually try to spend but sometimes if it's a good morning I go a little longer <laughs> if I don't have anything to do after that the next part, journal time. So for about 10 minutes, I just kind of put my thoughts all on paper. And, you know, what was confusing about what I read? What was amazing about what I read? Is my brain there? What am I worried about in life? Kind of where where I'm at um, after reading the passage. And it's amazing how much sitting there and reading the Bible kind of opens my whole brainwaves up to my whole life and kind of putting things into perspective. So I do that about 10 minutes or so, and then I have a good little prayer time. So I, um, I sit there without any distractions again, and I just have a good talk with God and, you know, ask him to reveal his will in my life. Um, and then ask him, you know, for, for all the things that I do need help with, because that's okay to do in prayer. I don't know if you guys know that. Like sometimes we get like, I'm so blessed. Why should I ask God for more? Or why is he going to listen to me? But that's what he asks us to do. And if you have questions about that, I do have an episode a couple back that was all focused on how to pray based off of Jesus's directions in the Bible with the Lord's Prayer. Uh, so go back and listen to that if you're kind of questioning you know, what should be included in a prayer that that's all on there. So, um, it's a wonderful little time that I have where I just, I talk to God. And after I've spent that time in the Bible, learning about him and then kind of writing out my thoughts on it all. And then when I, by the time I actually sit there and start talking to him, it's like everything, I feel like I'm really talking to him. I could feel like I really really in building that relationship with them. And so it's just a wonderful, peaceful, great little time. So this is one hour of your day, one hour to learn about him, his character and his will, one hour to feed your soul, one hour where we will be guided, <laughs> which is, you know, for us who, who spent so much time being lost, like this is a, a, amazing, we have a guide. So we have one hour where we will be guided. One hour where we can meditate and deep dive into his truths that we never imagined. And one hour a day to bring us to his truth, our salvation, and Jesus's peace. So you got this girl, go read the Bible. I am so honored that you showed up today to listen to this little podcast talking about big things. If you want to comment, share, laugh, or cry about what we talked about today, then you need to join our Facebook group as I talked about at the beginning of the show where we can have a safe space to share because we kind of need people in this big old world that understand. 
And if you were like, heck yeah, that was awesome. Where can I get more? First, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And then hurry on over to findingfaithabove.com where you will find so much goodness all created just for you because I love you. And I've been where you are and I want to help you to have all the hope and none of the lost. So I have a bunch of resources, art, Bible studies, so much more coming out in 2022. Findingfaithabove.com. I'll see you next time.